0: What would I need in my ears? If I was jumping on a podcast and I was out for a walk, out for a run, in the gym, if I was in the car on the way to work and I switched on this podcast to help me stay focused, to help me stay motivated as a lot of people tend to say, what would I need? What would I need in my ears? What uh, dialogue would I need to ensure that in my own mind it triggered some thoughts, it triggered some reflection? What would I need to hear? Well, I think first and foremost, the area that I would go to where I was concerned would be the most important factor, which is integrity. To ensure that everything I was doing, particularly when it came to the data, particularly around calories, that everything was accounted for. To make sure that I was honest with myself, both during good times and bad times. To make sure that I took stock of every single calorie, because we've all been there. We've all been looking at MyFitnessPal, we've been looking at Nutricheck, and we've gone to log something, and we've gone, fuck, that's way more calories than I thought it was going to be. Damn it. And then we've gone, oh, but if I don't log all of the calories and I don't see them, then all I'll do is I'll just get straight back on it tomorrow, and then, you know, I won't see it. It's all good. If I don't see it, it's fine. But then it's a distant memory. Tomorrow comes around, and we deal with a different set of problems. So, I think, staring down the barrel of... My fitness MyFitnessPal, Nutricheck, I think first and foremost, we've got to be accountable for every calorie. We have to make a promise to ourselves that no matter good, no matter bad, we're going to see it. Because taking ownership is key. It's It's got to come from there first and foremost before anything else comes to pass. Even before targets come to pass. We have to make a commitment to be honest and to see it. Whether it's good, whether it's bad, we have to make sure that the data is accurate because with shit data, we are guaranteeing shit results. But with good data, even if it's not the best looking data, it's still helpful. There's still a lot that we can learn from it. We can see where the calories are. We can spot patterns throughout the day. We can spot patterns throughout caloric usage where the week is concerned. We can spot our movement patterns throughout the day and throughout the week to see where not only the opportunities lie, but also where we're compromised. Because there's a million and one different ways to skin this cat. And everybody's life is set up differently as far as their capacity to move and to consume with what they need. And, you know, areas within the day where there's opportunities. I think the other thing that I would say to myself would be to also remember consistency. Because in the beginnings of a journey, firstly, you've got the building of the habits. The first few days of tracking where it's a very conscious thing and you deliberately have to remind yourself. Sometimes going as far as using alarms and reminders to remind you to double-check your food logging or to to even kind of get your phone out and pause what you were doing to log your food before you consume, even though you are ravenously hungry at that point. We need little reminders to to touch base with ourselves to make sure all shit, don't forget to log that. But also... Once we get past that initial phase, to recognize that all of the initial euphoria of, yeah, I'm doing it, I'm losing, I'm doing what I need to do. To not get blinded by the initial phase of motivation and the initial phase of intensity. In those first few weeks, first couple mainly, it's great. You're doing it, you feel good. You feel good because you're taking some steps. You feel good because you're taking accountability to a certain degree. That you're doing the thing that yields the result. The shitty part of the first couple of weeks is that most of the time, not a lot comes from it, apart from laying the foundations. If you've ever seen a house being built, you see the foundations, you're like, cool, there's movement. Doesn't really look like a house yet, though. And it's kind of the same things where our bodies are concerned. You get movement with regards what you're doing. You feel better. The temptation is massive to jump on the scales because you feel better. You want to take a sneak peek. But not a lot really changes physically. You know, we get a big loss. Drop of glycogen, drop of water, of course. And of course, you know, the deficit gets going. Our body does respond. But it's early days. And it's vital we don't get wrapped up in that initial phase of motivation intensity. The honeymoon period, as I refer to it. And we remember that there's a long journey ahead. This ain't just about smashing the first couple of days, it's about getting stuck in for the long road, remembering that we've got weeks ahead of us, we've got months ahead of us, in some cases years, and although we're going to need to pull over and take breaks from time to time for socials, birthdays, seasons like Christmas, and also purely because of sustainability sometimes a refeed or a diet break is needed to keep the wheels turning it's important to align our expectation of the short term progress doesn't happen without the adherence but so many times we can be too excited and too eager and impatient to want to review how far have I come I want to look behind the curtain by stepping on the scales or whatever But sometimes it can disappoint us. A lot of the time it can disappoint us because our expectation of what happens in the short term is not reality. Even in a big deficit, it's important to recognize that we need time and that Rome wasn't built in a day, as the old saying goes. But although Rome wasn't built in a day, it's also important to recognize that without each and every day, Rome wasn't built what I mean by that is we need to focus on racking up the days of consistency. I use the, I suppose, the the image of in a factory, like a nuclear power plant. They've got like days since last incident. I think I have The Simpsons in my head every single time I think about it. But that's kind of what I think about when it comes to consistency. It's racking up those days. Many, many years ago, um, I quit smoking. And it became a little bit of a competition with myself. And I've spoken about gamification on this podcast before. But gamification is when you create a game out of something to aid adherence. And it's deep-rooted in terms of psychology and dopamine and the way that your mind works. But when I quit smoking, it became a game of seeing how many days I could go without smoking. And then enough time was built up that I didn't want to lose the streak it's one of the reasons that my Fitness Pal, for example, has a logging streak, uh, and I really wish they made more of a big deal about it. And I really wish NutriCheck actually had the same, because it's powerful to know that oh man, I've gone 15 days. Oh, I don't want to sacrifice that progress now. I need to keep it going. But the problem is that with my Fitness Pal, and like I said, I don't believe even NutriCheck has one. But with my Fitness Pal, all it does is do a logging streak. But you can cheat it as long as you open the app. You're all good. In actual fact, on iPhone, if you if you use the My Fitness power widget, uh, it will automatically open the app for you, so your logging streak gets racked up without even worrying about it. In fact, I had a mate that got up to I think it was about a thousand days of logging, but it wasn't a thousand days of logging. It was purely because every morning she made a habit of just opening up the app to ensure that it kept the streak going. Kind of undermining, undermining the point of it. Eventually, she realised she had to let go of the streak, and she deliberately allowed it to lapse and go back to zero. But I know that feeling. I think I built up about six, seven hundred days of logging, but it wasn't actual logging. I really wish my fitness pal NutriCheck would give you a consistency streak as far as adhering to your target, rather than just opening up the app. But hey, developers, if you're listening, something that you could look into there. So, consistency, that would be an area that I would remind myself of. Firstly, to make sure, like I said, that I was honest, but secondly, to make sure that I remembered what was more important. Never mind the day where you've gone a couple of hundred calories over, never mind what you do in the space of a day, it's what you do in the space of a week and racking up those days and weeks. That's the thing that yields the result, which is the thing that so many people ignore. Don't focus on being someone that... Guess everyone, Guess what, everybody? I'm in the gym. Guess what? I've stuck to it. Guess what good a day I've had. Be that person that shows up day in, day out, unequivocally. No matter how they are feeling, they're doing it. Be it with their workouts, with their caloric adherence, with their activity. Unequivocally. Doesn't matter. Come rain, snow, sleet or shine. Regardless of what life is throwing at them or how busy work is, be that person that shows up. Cause the thing that always motivated me was being unique. And I don't mean unique because it's what I'm about to tell you is not a unique thing. You know, millions of people were able to do this. But as I said, the majority of people can't be consistent. It's the reason why most people don't achieve. The approach has to be correct. Let's just outline that first and foremost. It's very difficult to be consistent with a very restrictive approach like no carbs or you know, with a very life-changing approach, which is temporary because, well, you're not gonna live like that. But where calorie counting and just adapting your current diet is concerned, you can be consistent with it. So like I said, approach needs to be aligned first. But the thing that most people can't do is that mentality of the long game. Most people can do intense. Hell, if you speak to kind of most, I guess, middle-aged men, all of them believe they can sprint. Hell, I would say this, that I could sprint. Everyone will go, yeah, yeah, 100 meters, I could smash it. 200 meters, yeah, all right. The moment you get into like the 400s and the 800s, that's when guys go, nah, I can't do that. And it's because most people can do intense. Everybody can go through a brief bout of intensity because everybody fucks up after that brief intensity is done the real people that achieve the real kind of i guess the people that we look up to and go oh my god you must be made of something different you're an alien you know you're cut from a different different cloth the reason why we give them that mantra is they do something that we don't think we can do or haven't been able to do previously and that's just stick at it just show up biggest area that people go wrong is just not showing up you know one little derail one little obstacle in the road and they go right well that's it i'm fucked now done never mind pick up that goal again when i could be bothered to in the future the ones that achieve are the ones that recognize that perfection is is not going to be part of their program it's about progress never mind a day where you you know get derailed etc it's about just getting back into the swing of things and either compensating for that day and recalibrating the balance over the course of the week or a couple of weeks or just getting straight back to target again it's that attitude of i'm gonna get it done and i'm gonna show up every single day even if i don't feel like it successful people do what they have to do whether they feel like it or not and that's what so many of us don't realize We focus on the intensity. How extreme can I be? What do I have to do in the intricacy? Well, the boring, non-sexy answer is, well, you need to be in a calorie deficit. You need to burn more calories than you lose. Uh, Sorry, you need to burn more calories than you use. I don't know why I said lose. And you'll lose body fat. There's your calorie deficit. It ain't sexy at all. You can create that through freaking keto. You can create that through high protein you can create that through high fat you can create that through whatever approach slimming world weight Watchers. it doesn't matter calorie counting personally like i said from experience best approach is using the diet that you have already adapt that you enjoy it it's your diet for a bloody reason sure there might be elements of it like the five mcdonald's you have per week that might need a little adjustment but stick as close to it as you can your default diet if you will Stay as close to that as you can and results will be achieved. But again, we focus on, oh, what can I change? Because we're excited. So we should be. But that excitement ain't going to last. That motivation is not going to last. Arguably, potentially, while you're listening to this podcast. You're going to not feel like it eventually. You're going to not feel like doing it. You're going to wake up one day and you're going to go, I can't be fucking bothered. That might come off the back of just randomly out of nowhere or it might come off the back of a day where things didn't quite go to plan. It's not about intensity. It's about consistency. It's in the same bracket as being a good parent. It's not about being that parent that every now and then takes their kids to Disneyland. It's about being that parent that shows up every single day and listens and disciplines and praises and hugs and encourages every single day, faultlessly being a consistent parent of, so the kid knows this is what's acceptable, this is what's not. That's how you raise good kids, just a clear defined line. And you be a good parent by not only having a clear defined line of discipline, but also a clear defined line of fun and laughter and enjoyment and love. Your deficit, your dieting goal is the same. It's not about intensity or having Ooh, one good day. It's about consistency. It's about showing up even on the days that you don't feel like it. And this is what we all need to be reminded of. We need to remember that it ain't sexy. Not at all. Deficit is in its, inf- or in its most basic form. It's fucking boring and monotonous. But this is why we liven things up by having things like refeed days or balancing calories to enjoy a higher calorie day so we can factor in a takeaway here or there. This is why we keep the variety of foods as opposed to just locking ourselves into a meal plan because it ain't fun, it ain't sexy, it's monotonous but we need to spice it up as best we can to try and break that monotony to keep us interested long enough to achieve the goal To get to that end result. Which brings me to be fair quite nicely on to exercise. Because those are the two main things I need to remember as far as diet is concerned. Another key point in that area would be organization. How the fuck can you expect to achieve when you don't you're just stumbling into each day, you're just reacting as you go. You know, you need to make sure you're honest, you need to make sure you're consistent, but it's a fuckload easier to be consistent when you're organized can maximize the caloric budget that you've got you can enjoy your diet a bit more because you can eat more food and your days are a lot easier because you're not constantly thinking about food or thinking about what you're going to cook next or what your next meal is because you're just organized it just you just know i'm sat here now i know what my lunch is i know to a certain degree what my evening snack is By knowing that, there's peace. I'm not thinking about food. I'm thinking about recording a fucking podcast about food, ironically. So, organization's got to be in in play. You know, how the fuck can you expect to achieve anything if you don't spend a little bit of time making a plan? That looks differently for each and every one of us. Some people like to be super, super organized. And it depends on your current settings, your current season. Sometimes I'll go through periods where I will literally have a fridge full of fucking Tupperware. Sometimes I'll just go through a period of doing that because I need a period of doing that. I just need a little bit of intensity. They're all tools in the toolbox, as they say. But as I was saying, I digressed. Back into exercise. I, earlier this week, missed a couple of workouts. My workouts are quite inconsistent as far as their timings are concerned at the moment. But, as I've just mentioned, I'm in the mindset of as long as it gets done, that's what's important. Don't lock yourself in too much because then a lack of uh, freedom and too much restriction will 9 times out of 10 lead to non-adherence. Oh, you didn't do your workout at 5am. Right, no workout can be done now. It's bullshit. I've got some time at 9am. I've got some time at 11am. Get it done even if it's not at the time you originally planned to do it. So I've not beaten myself up when I've snoozed a few too many times or when I've gone, nah, not today. I'm not going to get up this morning because I've just made a promise to myself that I'm going to get it done, even if it's a bit later. Because walking in the gym, even when it's been like 11 a.m., there's been an added reward that this week in the UK, there's been a heat wave and the gym has got amazing aircon. So a little bit of an incentive to get in the gym is, oh, you're sweating your nuts off at 11 a.m., are you? OK, go get in the gym. It's cold in there. Go stand in the fridge and that's been a decent incentive but the conversation i've had myself on the way there even after the school run yesterday i didn't really fancy going but i'd missed my workout in the morning and i said to myself you need to get it done so what i said to myself was remember every workout that you've done and remember the feeling afterwards did you ever regret it and the answer to that is no i often have audible fucking out loud conversations with myself in the car on the way home from the gym going I'm glad I did that and it's true you never ever regret it you never ever feel worse for doing it because the thing is that sometimes we do have to drag ourselves out of a pit we have to force ourselves to do something which is for our own good We're children at the end of the day. Yeah, we're grown. We got more hair. But at the end of the day, we're still kids. I say more hair. I've got less hair. (laughs) I had a lovely thick head of hair when I was fucking, well, young. Not so young anymore. But my point is that we are all still children inside. We're all disobedient, even to ourselves. We all want to skip it. But it's the skipping it which has exactly led to the issue that's in front of us. The reason why we're having to track. The reason why we're having to adhere. The reason why we're on a freaking approach in the first place. Because we've been children. And we've not done the work. And now we're paying for it. So the conversations that I'll have with myself are ones that I'd encourage you to have with yourself. And that's the, my point of recording this podcast to hopefully trigger some self reflection within you to think about the way in which you're conducting yourself and to recognise these hilarious patterns that we go through. The patterns of behaviour that consistently lead to the same result, i.e. no results, but we somehow get amnesia and we forget and we go, Oh no no, it's fine. I'm you know, I'll just I'll skip the gym today or oh it's it's okay, it's all good. We need to remember what it feels like. Remember the roads that we go down as far as the excuses and the reasons that we tell ourselves and recognize the lack of fucking progress that we make by repeating that. If you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you've always got. And Einstein's definition of of insanity aligns with that. (laughs) Expecting a different result despite doing the same thing over and over again. We have to recognize sometimes that feelings and emotions cannot be considered when it comes to what we need to do. It needs to be done. And we can't always have it easy. We need to make sure the glass stays half full with things like tracking and things like that. Nobody wants to do it. I don't want to do it. Believe me. But I do it and you need to do it because we have to recognize that the glass is half full. We've got an opportunity to make our progress easier but it can't always be easy. We can't always have the whole cake and eat it. We've already got an approach where we can have our cake and eat it. We've got the variety, we've got the ability to be able to enjoy a diet very, very similarly to what we had previously, but there's just gotta be some parameters worked in. So summary, be honest with yourself, conduct yourself with the utmost integrity and don't lie to yourself. Make sure that you're consistent with what you do and you put that above everything else. Take ownership when things don't quite go right. Recognize that it is very, very important to take ownership of not only the good days, but the bad ones too. And remember that feelings and emotions are going to lead you astray, but they have no place in the goal that you're trying to achieve because feelings and emotions is what's put you in the position that you needed the goal in the first place. And that's it. Thanks for your time, folks. Thanks for listening. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, drop me a message on Instagram at Chris Moyes, K-R-I-S-M-O-Y-S-E, but you probably figured that out from the podcast name anyway. Uh, And don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify. Or to be fair, any platform you're listening to this on. Just because I'm an iOS man, Apple, through and through, doesn't mean that my Android users, doesn't mean you can't rate me on, I believe it's Google Podcasts. And as always, I will see you on the next one. But in the meantime, when it comes to your progress, when it comes to the way in which you are approaching life and conducting yourself, doesn't matter if it's kind of deficit, progress related, or it's just in life in general with the, the issues that we face. Accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things that you can and the wisdom to know the difference. Trust me, live by that mantra Life not only gets a lot simpler, but it gets a lot happier too. Thank you, as always, for your time, folks. Genuinely appreciated. And I will see you on the 90th episode. Toodles.